my black friends talk about white privilege like I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Right? You can pay for you have sex with your sugar daddy, uh, you lose it, nigga. <laughs> That's a relationship. That's just a relationship now. <laughs> Y'all niggas know what three minutes is when you with your girl, but not tonight. All right. But don't get the goji berries, because my girl used to get the goji berries, and then when she got the goji berries, and I was like, da, da, da. I was like, oh man, why you even? I ordered a burrito at a Chinese spot. <laughs> <laughs> behind the counter so she was like, you sure? <laughs> I don't need no goddamn man. I got my niggas, right? right? Yeah. Yo. We back. We back. Episode two. I didn't, I didn't think we'd make it this far. I'm playing. Stop. <laughs> that would have been a goddamn shame. I, I, thought they I thought they would have got us off the air by now. <laughs> yeah, just a boop. Stay tuned. <laughs> No, white dudes doing podcasts is dangerous. I was like, oh, man. Three, three years from now, they're like, no, you can't be on SNL. Like, fuck. Bro, that's the thing about these podcasts is like the comedy industry is so late to shit. So people are like, well, let me make a podcast and get famous. Then you make the podcast and get famous. And then you get the thing and you just get in trouble for some shit that you said on the podcast. That, that got you famous. You famous. Yeah. Ain't, that, ain't that fucked up? Yeah, hell yeah. Like, like you know what? Actually, we're going to double back. Episode three of your podcast. Episode three? <laughs> yeah, I had to, you know, I had to take take a few breaths on the way here my adrenaline was up because i stopped i got stopped at the uh i stopped at the red light right by the laugh factory rolled my window down and i just yelled there's a line of people going inside i just yelled the laugh factory books rapist and then uh they just looked at me and they were like what because <laughs> chris delia's wow. face he's was going like, on the thing he's tonight. going up hey uh, we were actually we just left the hanging laugh factory. out there really oh we, shit oh yeah yeah we're just up there yes it's time to kill and it's up the street and we are in there and i, was I know brandon cheeks work up yeah, there out shout out to brandon, brandon cheeks. cheeks he i go up there and fuck with him and he gets us drinks and gets us inside and shit because he's That's the only good. comic that knows us <laughs> then, bro none of the employees at the laugh factory are able to go up what bro then what's the point of working there there is none at least at the just, store you can get up just yeah, saying that you work there improv, everybody there improv you can get up improv is probably my favorite club out of the three yeah yeah food good the food is good at the food improv. is good as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> wait hold on let's stop promoting these niggas they don't book us oh, they don't they don't, <laughs> they don't. Oh, i don't even know why we got that far into it. how you know how the food is <laughs> right wait what are you talking about the food promote we our own damn show. over there i yeah. make a good ass sandwich nigga. <laughs> go to arthur's house if you want good food yeah, for real fuck these comedy clubs august 26th at union hall probably yeah. one of my favorite venues in the world we're doing a 10 o'clock show that is that a friday night it's a friday night friday night august 26th yep. tickets are already moving Yes. People hitting me up, telling me they bought tickets. Yep. Uh, we're going to do a big prize for whoever brings the most people with them that yep. don't know us. So bring some friends that don't even know who the fuck we are. You know, so that's that we're going to have a prize for you, whoever can do that. I already saw where somebody's bringing four friends. So you got to beat that shit. Yeah. And then September 23rd, that's also a Friday night. We are headlining Basement Fest in LA because I know the guy who books that festival. So he knows a guy. I'm still trying to meet that dude, but. Come out here to he's, Legion. He's hard to reach. Legion Theater. We getting it in. Basement <laughs> Fest LA. I'm sure you guys have heard all the noise. Uh, all of it is true. So come out. Yeah. This shit gonna change your life. Hell yeah. But uh, see you in Brooklyn on August 26th. I'm hyped. Bro, Hell yeah. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, get them tickets because it's gonna fill up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You're gonna have to stand up. I love it. So. Yeah, man. Uh. 
Jordan Peele is that dude, bro. All right, spoiler alert. We gotta give the spoiler. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, I knew we was forgetting something. Yeah. So yeah, if if you don't know, we are gonna get into Nope, Jordan Peele's uh latest Spectacle. new latest yeah movie right now out right now. We just all went to go see it uh, collectively or individually actually individually and I yeah fucking we're had all to leave on different theater early. We're all on different so parts of the city. So I wasn't gonna be late. Uh, you know, I don't want to be late here, but God, I should have just. It's okay though. I think I'm a, <laughs> okay. We gonna tell you it's about okay. it. Hey, yeah, we yeah, gonna yeah. fill you in. Before we get into the movie itself, I want Marcus and I to just talk about our theater experience real quick. Please do. Because it was a little bit <laughs> silly. You know, we were talking, we're talking, about we're talking about earlier. Yeah, because I. So we went to the AMC right here across the oh, street right, from the life, oh, the oh, life right, factory. Right That's why we we was over there. So, um, man, I haven't been to the movie in like maybe three or four years, at least that I can remember. That's like, funny in the theater, as hell. right? So you be watching shit on your phone. Yeah, of course. At, at, on the computer and shit. <laughs> like, I'm waiting did that come out on mobile. Christopher Nolan would hate you, nigga. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. Nah, I'm a really movie movie goer. Nah. Um, so I just feel like there's a major difference. The moment that we got in there, as far as audience, it's kind of similar to comedy. Like there was moments where I felt like the audience from the beginning just wasn't that expressionist. What's the word? Like expressive. Expressive. expressive yeah, yeah they weren't yeah. that expressive so there was you know when you first get in the movie theater the trailers come on mm-hmm. and most of the time after the trailers there's either like clap or like niggas, whispers or like ooh, hyped. or that's good or even during scenes of the trailer that's yeah. really good people are like oh that shit that's popping da, 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 i want to go see that or right there was no chatter it was quiet it was just sterile it was stiff and it made me feel like i had to you know, calm myself down because there's times really? where I wanted to respond and be like, "Oh, this is good," or "This is this funny." Yada yada yada. It's, Bro, just, it's like when a bunch of people from work come to a stand-up show and be like, oh, "I can't laugh too hard. My boss yeah. right there." I want this yes. nigga know I like pussy that, that much. <laughs> 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 Who here eats ass? <laughs> yeah, my bad. Uh, uh, aren't you supposed to be laughing? They're gonna cut right my lunch short. Right <laughs> so how, then, how are you supposed to laugh with the HR lady at the show? Which right, literally, it was like a work party for sure. So, Basically, no one's interacting for the the previews. And me and Marcus yeah. are kind of looking at each other like, damn, these movies look dope. Mm-hmm. Bro, there's a John Boyega. Shit's fire, right? We're like, oh, shit. Preview looks dope. Yeah, I missed, no claps. I, I missed all the previews. I did, yeah, too. No claps. The, Bro, and then there's an Emmett Till. And I'm just sitting there waiting. I'm like, we in West Hollywood. I'm no we about to clap. Cl- oh, let me get my hands. Let me tell this shit. Hands ready. <laughs> ready, bro. And it's, it's fucking dope. You know, it's, it's cinematic. It's an Emmett Till movie it's coming? Yeah, it's just called Till. Story yeah, of like shit is, more like looks, his mom and like everything she did. It's powerful as fuck. It's dope, you know. Oh. But it's kind of wild. I don't know. Shit. So nothing. Silence. Silence. And then the very next thing is like Emma Watson or some it's, shit. Uh, Who is it? Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. It's like the AMC. It's like Naomi Watts comes oh, yeah, out. It's like it's, we go it's a to famous the theaters for magic. We go for to be sit down and we escape from our lot. At the end of that, the place erupts. Hell no! Nah. <laughs> it's an AMC commercial. It's, an AMC. it's like an internet meme now. Oh, that maybe that, is that why then? Yeah. I thought everyone there just worked for AMC. Mm-mm. Shit, one day people just gonna go to the movie theater and watch just... memes all goddamn day. Watch. I hate watch. the world. The meme theater. Oh. The meme theater. Could you go back to that other meme? <laughs> go, go back. Go back. Y'all see that shit? Oh my god. This shit had me cracking up in 2020. Remember? Bro. There's probably gonna be a meme museum one day. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. there's probably one now. Let's look it up. I'm sure there's a meme. They got a Tupac. That sound like something. Museum. Tupac actually had impact on culture, nigga. Of course, there's a Tupac museum. What you mean? It's in like Hollywood. I don't feel like it's that's okay. It's 
Really? This is a two-way. It was in downtown. Yeah. It was in downtown, I think. Is it downtown? Was yeah. it just like an Tyler exhibit? Was it like went. an exhibit or something? I think maybe. I just know it cost a hundred dollars to get in. Yeah. He, and and I, was I, like, I was thinking shit. like he would, man. He, he would not, that money. He would not yeah, be I better okay get a Tupac yeah, bandana. He would. He, he would. It was just like what? Like, Bro, Tupac used to just like have houses that people could just live in. Like that's the type of guy he was, bro. Like he would not like that people were charging a hundred dollars. Like that's some, that's like a scene like on it, like Donald Glover would have on Atlanta. White people start a Tupac exhibit and charge a hundred dollars. Yeah, right. And I'm like, yeah. where the fuck is that money going? That niggas probably have, they probably got to put the West Side up and like do their fingers with the other. Hell nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Like a hundred dollars, you better. But it is weird how like verse. white people make the most money off like dead black icons. Like mm-hmm. that's how how it always is. It's really weird. Like that's that's who makes the money. Yeah, not, the not, niggas family, not, not the niggas family. Right, white people they somehow. There's money in that shit, and it's about to get worse too. Now, me and Sunrise, I think Dennis and I too, we talked about it. Like how uh, the life after death, like the economy on like digitizing people's personalities and like keeping yeah. them alive after they're gone. So it's like they can take. A portion that they can take all your digital profile, like everything that you ever posted online, all your tweets and everything, yeah. and just make an algorithm that responds like you. Bro, I just crazy. we got off topic, and then but, your grand grand grandkids can. We we got off topic, but that's so funny that you mentioned because I clicked on somebody's Instagram who he passed away like a year ago, mm-hmm. and like the, the the wife is still like posting like he's alive. Yeah, on mm. Facebook apparently you can like change it to on, dead. I just changed I like, mine to delete. Ooh. Yeah, because you can. It can you say can actually, it'll say in memory of so and so, and their Facebook profile still up. You can also change it to um, whether you give someone like like yeah. a will. Yeah. Like right now, you can go into your Facebook and type in a person's name, like an emergency uh, Facebook what contact. If nigga, what if that nigga so died they, before you though? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was gonna get that nigga my face. <laughs> shit, who gonna, who gonna post find, on my shit? shit? You find out he gave his to somebody else, hey. Hey. and the nigga was talking shit about you. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <the> <laughs> <videos>. <laughs> this is a person you was gonna leave your Facebook. Like, hold this nigga on, be hold sending on. me the dumbest videos, nigga. <laughs> he was talking shit about you the hey. whole time. Hold up. I'd be mad as fuck if I died and somebody was running my page and I give him permission. Like, nigga, stop posting like right, I'm alive. I would, I would never post this bullshit. I would never say that I would never. shit. <laughs> the fuck? That shit's crazy. Imagine you took over your dead friend's like Facebook. one day at a time. What? <laughs> nigga, I don't talk like that. <laughs> nigga, the fuck? I'm gone. I'd be lying like a motherfucker. I'd be like, well, he had all this saved in his drafts before. Hell no. <laughs> like right. a rapper with unreleased music. Yeah. He got unreleased. Un- unreleased tweets. <laughs> I, just, I be tweet like crazy. Uh, this first tweet, all you hoes ain't shit. <laughs> and then I tag. This is who he was talking about. He just didn't want to say it himself. It'd be hella messy, bro. hella messy, bro. That'd be the cold part though, because then that's that's one of my fears is getting famous after death. <laughs> oh yeah, that shit sucks. Like, that shit like a suck. painter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the new wave right now. Cause I hate like, to rappers see die. Their streaming go up crazy, yeah. just like we we're talking about. Now Bro, their family gets when, paid. They, when yeah. Prince died, his music streams went up six hundred percent. Nobody's ever gone up that much when they die. And uh, who was that? Just talking about how record labels take out life insurance on their artists. Hmm. That shit's predatory as fuck. That makes sense. Can you imagine we take out a life insurance on Johnny Mac. 
Damn. This nigga he white. It's gonna car. be expensive. <laughs> Three thousand a month. He a vegan. He white. You know, how expensive, <laughs> life, you know how expensive life insurance gonna be on this nigga. Oh, he healthy. As we hell. gonna cash out. We gonna cash. They were like, he ain't never gonna die. That's, yeah. that's seven hundred dollars a month. <laughs> life insurance on Johnny Mac definitely at least a studio apartment in LA. For real. Oh. A month. Shit. I hope that's true. What about us? A pack of backwoods? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like your guys are covered covered for the year. That's like that Chris Rock joke. That's like that Chris Rock joke when he was saying how like black black men should be able to get social security at 37. Because yeah. we, we don't live this long. <laughs> Man, that shit is so true. Oh shit! Oh, that's so true. Because <laughs> man, after thirty, it's not a time where I'm like, oh man, death could be coming. Yep. Uh, the knee might give out. The kidney might give out. Something gonna give out. Uh, I might get punched wrong, the tire. wrong way. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said I might get punched the wrong way. <laughs> For real. Oh, Don't hit him like that. Y'all stupid. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> spoiler alert. This is the real spoiler. This is where the action <laughs> people are already stopped watching. It's like 15 minutes later. Here's the action. But no, it's, you know, Jordan Peele, bro, is like, it's, it's, as a young black person, it's just beautiful to watch a nigga really get a budget. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? Like his, his mind. Because, oh. like, what I'm watching him do is just like, I wish Robert Townsend would have got the shot to do that. Right. I wish, yeah. I wish Spike Lee would have got the shot to do this. I wish. Uh, what's his name? Fuqua that did Training Day. I wish he would have had the shot. Like, Damn. if Jordan Peele is getting a chance to really expand what black people can do on screen, you know what I'm saying? So like, it was it was just beautiful, bro. Like he really on some Spielberg shit right now. That like, shit was crazy. Summer blockbuster shit. Like we we have not had like an original summer blockbuster that's not a Marvel movie with black people in it. Mm-hmm. That's for real. Wow. Like what what. Original Ever. summer blockbuster ten pole movie have you seen with black people in it that's not a Marvel movie? Yeah, I don't know of one. Exactly. You just I saw mean, it. Yeah, I don't yeah, exactly. And there won't be another one till he make another one. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just what it is right now. That now. shit was cool as fuck. Till we make one, I'll make one. All the shots I in wanna make one. Man. Cause he even said like when they got so they started they started shooting it, I think summer twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. He even said going into it, he was like, I don't really know how we gonna shoot like he wanted to write a movie where it was gonna challenge him because he was like, I wanna know, I wanna see like can we actually make this happen? Like it was it was, it was if you watch that shit, like that had to be such a challenge to really make that Nigga, happen. I've been driving past that freeway exit, Agua Dulce, since I was a little kid. Oh yeah, that's out in Santa mm-hmm. Cruz. Yeah, just past Santa Cruz, on the way to mm-hmm. Palmdale and like mm-hmm. Castle. And then too, and then like so, where the little theater was set up, it was a uh, Vasquez Rocks. Yeah, the pictures yeah. I took of my cousin Calvin. That's were crazy. At Vasquez and now that Rocks. Now the valley is wow. in a fucking. They shoot a lot of movies. Sci-fi. Uh, they movie. they shot the Flintstones movies, and shit over there too. Yeah. yeah, that looks like the Flintstones shit. Yeah, That's yeah. funny. Okay. <laughs> but what like what like what y'all think of it? First of all, Man. yeah, I was thinking something similar. I was like. Michael Bay, Steven Spielberg, definitely hella cinematic. Yeah, no black dude theatric to do shit like as that. fuck. Yeah, definitely groundbreaking as far as um, access and yeah. being black and having that budget, which is ridiculous, which and is it was, so dope. And like I say, only $68 million. $68 million is a lot of money, but like huge blockbuster movies are made from way more than $68 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what, like <laughs> uh, Transformers? How much was that? That's like 125 Yeah. Mm-hmm. If not more. Shit. Michael Bay be blowing them shits up. Right. And it was 
if not the same, if not even a better caliber than some Sit, of that shit. No, you know? straight up. So, so I, was I was like, where the fuck is all this money going? Yeah. If this nigga did that for 68 mil. <laughs> Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real. But yeah, I was blown away. I loved it. Uh, I mean, I feel like Kiki Palmer fucking She's like nigga. He, she that what can't, what can't Kiki do, bro? Yeah. She she does everything. Like just watching her Instagram, like she is so fucking funny. She's such a character. Oh, uh, such a character. I see this oh, like yeah. I mean, she was already on another level, but I just see this like blowing her through the roof. Oh yeah, just like yeah. people witnessing. She got to be ableist after that. What else does she yeah. have to prove? Yeah, yeah. People witnessing he, her hearing her say her nigga in the movie. That. I was like. That's the other I thing. I loved that. You had a big sci-fi movie where people were saying nigga. I know. And she was just being her motherfucking her. self. It didn't she sound forced or nothing. Yeah. That no. was, was going away. She did a great job being that character <laughs> that like that family member that's kind of this like not extra, but just has a lot of like a uh, charisma, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like a yeah. lot of personality and shit. Yeah. And yeah, and she she's a younger sister too. She played that shit very, very yeah. well. Like yeah, especially like a daddy's girl too. Like, yeah. my, your mommy, my little sister, like, not giving a fuck. Like, oh, we about to do this, about to do this. I don't give a damn. Like, shit. Yeah. She, my little sister's tougher than me, nigga. Yeah. Like, she'll speak up way quicker than me. I don't, I'll be, oh, shit. I mean, oh, why you didn't say that? You I got the know, weed? Right. You got the weed? Why you just didn't say you had it? Yeah, you <laughs> she, 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 the type of girl, like, they fuck up your order. No, he didn't want croutons yeah. on the salad. You better fix my brother's shit. <laughs> right. It's, it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. And then, like, Daniel Kaluuya is such like a good actor because like his character didn't have a bunch of lines, but he's so subtle with how he can like like do his emotion, looks. his looks, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I was like, this dude. He was in his head. Unreal. His character was in his head a lot about yeah. like, nigga, I'm stressed the fuck out. Like how it's because being black, like you be just like stressed. You like, have stressed. all this like trauma and all now this you gonna shit. You add a too. UFO to the shit? Yeah, it's like your dad <laughs> passed away, and like, but you still got like. Take care of everything and like yeah. do all this shit, you know right. what I mean? Just like yeah, to be the older brother. Yeah, it's like damn, I just got to fucking mask this shit. Yeah, shit make you like be become it like ages ages the fuck out of you. Yeah, and he did it. Yeah, like his performance was really solid. Yeah, when was, when they got into the office when he's talking about the horses and shit. Yeah. And you could tell how he was telling his sister like, man, chill, like chill the fuck right, out. I was like, trying to get this done. How he was stressed, like he yeah, and like he did a great job with yeah. that shit. Steven, Steven Yen, amazing. Yeah, Man, bro, Man, his character is wild. Yeah, like it was just his own backstory. It was funny because like uh, I love seeing movies that uh, like that movie was kind of about Hollywood in a way, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. I love seeing movies by somebody that because like think about it, Jordan Peele was on Mad TV in the early two thousands, and he's transitioned into being one of the biggest directors ever. So this has been like a twenty year journey. And so to have a movie where he like puts in elements of what working in TV is like, and like I love movies that uh, portray like child actors what they're like after, because it seems like everybody that makes a movie where a child actor is involved obviously hates people who are child actors. Right. <laughs> like, and so it's just like his character, like being a former child actor and being who he is now, it was just so funny. And then like you see kind of like what traumatized him. Not kind of what traumatized. You see what, what actually traumatized. Well, traumatized. traumatized me. That nigga said. Yeah, that shit. That scene. Well, let's talk about that shit. That was just the knuckle right oh, here. Oh, you holding out the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, <laughs> pow, uh, Because like, you, oh my you know, god. And we did say spoiler alert. You yeah, know the monkey. You know the now. monkey gonna get a bullet at him. You know he gonna get shot. 
But it's like you don't know when. You like, don't think yeah. about. I wasn't thinking about that monkey. I was just like, you didn't think you didn't feel like the monkey was gonna get shot. I was like, uh, no, I just I didn't think. I thought the monkey was just gonna leave after that. <laughs> I, I think I thought yeah, he was no. gonna fist bump. And no, then yeah, I didn't know how long and like, they were just like let, and see, then it just let the scene and then cut the scene. Why he hadn't been shot? One of the ele- one of the elements that I feel like what they did in their early like with the sketches and shit like that was to draw it to a point, and then you think it's there, and then they take it to another point. They did right? that in Comedy Dude, Central. Say so they did that constantly. And That's why I, te- I had text y'all. I was like, because I walked in where it just showed her feet and then the monkey, and I text y'all. I was like, fuck, I missed the opening scene. Yeah. Yeah, that actually is the opening scene, though. Yeah, they don't show you anything more than that. It oh, opens on that, yeah, that's and then they mean. explain it later. Yeah, oh. right. And that's what I'm saying. So they, you don't know how long they're gonna draw the, draw the scene out for. Exactly. So you're on the edge of your seat, like you know something's gonna happen to this monkey. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's like, well, is the monkey befriending him, like the kid? Like, is this the, like well, that is was the a, kid safe? Like, so what? that was the other thing about that show. So Jordan Peele is crazy. So like, I knew some backstory. So basically. He's an Asian kid in a sitcom with a bunch of white people. Oh yeah, yeah. You see who didn't get killed by the monkey, right? <laughs> that monkey hated white people, bro. Because yeah. they put him there. Exactly. They put him on a show on a sitcom. He's like, nigga, I hate <laughs> this shit. I hate this I'ma shit. I'ma kill you, bitches, when I get a chance, bro. And it was funny too because in his story, he was like, "Well, you've seen SNL." And he breaks it out. He was like, "Well, that's pretty much what happened." SNL Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and he like kept. Yeah, he names all the characters who they're resembling and stuff like that. Right. And that's true what you said, you know, because uh, it just makes me think of like, yeah, there definitely was a dynamic to where there's he, a he was the only race. There's a power he, dynamic exactly. With the, and with him the monkey. being a child actor on that show is crazy that the monkey even realized related like, to him like he, they make you do shit they're making too. you do they're this shit too because right. remember what he says he was like yeah that first show blew up then they made me do this other sitcom right so yeah. probably as a kid he didn't even want to do that Hell shit. right and probably the monkey could feel and he, it. they showed to where he like messed up on his line they were like uh, 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 it's okay uh just pick up from there yeah right it was like anytime basically you mention anything about uh the africa or the Going the jungle. The jungle. Anytime you mention anything about off. the jungle, it set them off. What was it? What was the jungle, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think the jungle like, was action. It's doing like racist shit. Too. And it was almost like it was almost like so when he's telling Kiki Palmer the scene, we don't know what's happened yet because it hasn't showed us. But you can tell he's hiding something and he's lying, yeah. and it's almost like he was like covering for the monkey. It was almost like I don't want to tell you what this monkey did because honestly, I kind of feel him. Like I get right. it, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. as a kid, because we all have, we all have this like something happened to us as a child that we didn't really get, and then you'd be like 27 and be like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" That's what that is. And so that's what, that's that, what that was. Means. Like he really he he probably empathizes with the monkey now. It probably fucked him up then, but now he's like, "So I get what he had to do." I, I mean, the monkey was reaching out. Yeah. I didn't notice this before. So when he made Get Out, is his production company been Monkey Paw? It's the been whole Monkey time? Paw the whole time. Isn't that the, crazy? In the intro it said it showed the monkey first, and then it said Monkey Paw Jordan Productions, and I was like, oh, this is Jordan like Peele his is wrong, title bro. card. And then it all came. I was like, what the fuck? And I thought about this in a way. What if that monkey did that shit to free the kid? Damn. Because he said they didn't do the show no more. True. And, and the story never got out what really happened. And what did he call the fist bump? You know, he goes. He in said it was the, it was the first ever fist bump explosion. Explosion, yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Cause the explosion, cause that nigga got shot in the motherfucking head. Blah. But I knew, I knew somebody was gonna shoot the monkey, and I was just like, when is it gonna happen? Like Jordan Peele has got even with Get Out, and that was it's crazy. That was his first movie directing. It's like he either he some people just have a knack for certain things in filmmaking, and he is already at that level with like Hitchcock and Tarantino with like building tension. Cause that whole time, like when that monkey is doing that shit. I'm, the whole time I'm like this, like too. oh god, like, like when the when the dad is like, calm down, Gordy, calm down, and he took off running, and the monkey follows him, and he chases him to he the kitchen, yeah. bro. That shit, like the tension was just building. I was like, when is somebody gonna shoot the monkey? And then he builds the tension up, builds the tension up, builds the tension up, boom, bullet. Like that mm. shit was just. I mean, that scene did really. It didn't like have a lot to do with the plot, but it was just like the way he built the tension up, and it was kind of like a. <clears throat> A metaphor that scene, that one scene is kind of a metaphor for the whole movie. Is I like think that's what it was, yeah. For a whole, basically for the first hour, they were just building tension up. Mm-hmm. Nothing really happens that first forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah. Yeah. They're just really building tension up. Yeah, because it goes from we're talking about this like it goes from like thriller, horror, what well, thriller or like yeah thriller to a comedy to horror yeah. to a thriller, and it's just like a cycle of that shit. Yeah, and then like each. Each section, each each like you know different like category of you know entertainment, it would, it would like last for a certain period of time, and then mm-hmm. boom, and just like and just just hit you, all threaded through suspense, you know. Yeah. So you're on the edge of your seat. Let me say this, nigga. When he punched the little kid in the face, nigga, god damn Bruh. it, I was weak. <laughs> that shit was creepy. It was creepy as fuck. That's what that little motherfucker could get. Like, right. what you doing here? That shit was creepy Why? as hell. And I was like, oh, oh. I was like, oh, that's what, that's what your ass get. Get your ass up out of here. Yeah, you did steal his horse, though. It was, it was just cool how he would build up tension with things that didn't have to do with the actual threat, and like that's how you like stay in the movie because like that. Like, but like the last forty minutes is just so like so tense because the real shit is actually happening. Mm-hmm. But just like from the monkey to the dad dying to just like um, being at the park the first time, like. Even him like selling the horses, like it was just building tension up. Yeah, to a lot what of tension. Was gonna, what was it? The way, yeah, the way his dad died, like that. That was horrible. That was. That was so wild. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was that, crazy as fuck. Like you just didn't know what that was no at first, because you're just like even looking at the X-rays. I was like, okay, oh, I see the front, but then how the fuck that shit get back there? Right. And then I was like, oh, and then it showed the fucking nickel. Right. Well, we always hear, like, you drop a penny off of the Empire State Building, it can kill kill somebody. Yeah. Right. So that was kind of like playing with that idea of, like, you know, this fucking entity dropped off a bunch of metal and change and keys and all types of random shit. And dad got impaled. It got shot in the head or, you know, with a nickel. Damn. Man. Yeah. Just would not you would expect think, that at all. So that that was from this the fucking the thing that kind of tripped me out though is just like I think the pressure of how the son was feeling with you know the dad passing and maintaining the spot being the, the big brother the family is like when the shit initially happens to them <laughs> they all go into the house with the the dude from Fries. Oh, that dude was funny, man. He was. <laughs> yeah, he was really funny. That's <laughs> great. But they're just sitting there explaining like, all right. This is what we gonna do. And it was like, hold on. It's four of us. Like, we ain't gonna call nobody. We ain't gonna make no real plan. No, we gonna actually try to 
capture this thing or see what well, it wants or some shit. It was like, that's what like the, the modern fuck? day response. It's like any other movie like that is like, all right, we're going to kill this thing. They're like, we're going to get its ass on camera. Yeah. Like, that's like, it's like, it's like Jaws. Like, they're not going to fight the shark. Like, we're going to film this fucking shark so people believe that it exists. Exactly. And the reason, the only, the only reason they wanted to film that shit in the first place is so Kiki could get some money. Yeah. Right? They're like, we can get famous. We can get This nigga's a movie director. This nigga got money. But that's the other thing. He, he, he wanted, wanted to the get it for his shot. I mean, they're shot. already on the verge of selling and the he, farm. He got it. He got the shot. Damn, did he get the shot? He got yeah, the he shot. Did. God yeah, damn. Did. Bro, but, and that was the other thing that was really cool. It was like, I felt like Jordan Peele, like, was like speaking through the cinematographer dude. Cause like, I feel like as a director making a movie like that, like, that's what it's all about. Trying to get like that perfect. Cause like, the shot where Daniel Kaluuya is riding the horse towards the house and the thing is like right behind that shit was that was a legendary shot mm-hmm. like that's one of those this, that's one of those shots that's gonna be like talked about in like film schools and shit yeah like that shit like the dust is flying up mm-hmm. the, the big ufo things behind like that shit was crazy and that was like the perfect shot of the movie right there and then like but that dude was like obsessed with getting this perfect shot and then also it was just kind of like as an artist it's like and I and I feel it some way too. It's just like sometimes you get so obsessed with like making this, getting this perfect thing, or making this perfect thing, you fuck up all the other stuff you've already done. You know, it's funny, uh, man. I was just hearing some shit where it's saying like you have to realize sometimes what you like the good that you do is good enough. Yeah. Like leave it. You're already good. Yeah. You good. That's it, that's hard as an artist. That's hard to do though. Yeah, it is. Cause we always just want to be better. You want to? You're just like obsessive with the craft, mm-hmm. and that's that's that that killed that guy, bro. Even though we giving out spoiler alerts, y'all y'all have to see this shit. Like you have to, it, and it's it, and even like just talking about this, shit, it's still hard to explain. N- nigga, when yeah, I, because, I, 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 oh, yeah. I left right at the climax, I left and I <laughs> went to go get gas, and then I was like, nigga, I gotta smoke. Like so, I what like, part oh. did you leave him? Right where he was, uh, we was t- trying to tell Lucky, come here, Lucky, and then the UF the fucking thing came over, uh, and then he and it tried to suck him up, and he passed out. Hits the top of the barn and, pa- and uh, blacks out. Yeah, I left right there, and I was Which is basically like, the start of the climax. Yeah, and I didn't want to stand in the back of a theater with this fucking jacket. I was like, they they probably gonna think I'm about to shoot everybody in this bitch. Let me just leave Bro, all the way. <laughs> so, so you know, how there's I guess there's so there's a website out there that basically tells you when it's a good time to get up to go to the bathroom during a movie. Mm-hmm. But I forgot about that. And so, like, three white dudes just get up all at one time and, like, walk to the back of the theater. And, and I was just, and it sucks that like, we live in a time now where I was just you gotta like, think about that what shit. What y'all doing? But I could, but I was like, they all, they weren't all sitting with each other either. So it was just like, oh, they probably all saw that website. Like, oh, this is the time to get up. And it was kind of a, like That's a slow a weird part. Ass website. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a website that tells you. I had a thought like that. It is <laughs> fucked up because I literally was like, man, this would be fucked up time but i was also like it's a matinee they do that shit at the midnight and the fact that i would like think something like that just says more about society than me society's fucked up all around society's fucked up bro but but man that shit was so good so now i fucking left at the climax i went to go get gas so i can get here and i was like i need to smoke i fucking i went to this other gas station to get blunts and uh i asked lady for some blunts and she like she was like just doing her own thing at first, and then uh, she, she grabs the blunts, and then she like started to pay attention to me, and then she looked, she looked at me, and I was like, you know, like, oh, you, do you need my ID? And she's like, oh, uh, no, 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 you're good. I'm just, 
I'm just thinking, and I was just like, yo, me too, nigga. This movie, I just start telling her about the movie. Like, this fucking movie, you need to go see that shit. Like, I feel... Like, I'm in the movie right now. I feel like I can't trust nobody, nigga. I need to smoke this blood and calm he's my nerves. Up, he's looking up out the window. Like, oh, fuck. Hell yeah. Hey, that was another. I, I was on edge. This shit, I was on edge. Yeah, I was nigga. on the edge of my seat for real and like stressed out. Yeah. It was great, man. That shit was great. I wonder how much Fry's Electronics paid. I know, shit. nigga, because they they're not even around anymore, right? No, this one it was one it wasn't Burbank. That was the one, 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 one that they did. But it's just like oh, yeah, okay, okay. I was like, spaceship why that looks so familiar? The, the spaceship in front of it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'd never been there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. One. I didn't know. Uh, I wonder if he picked it because that. of that, or did they I just or did they just bid? They probably hurt, man. They just I think they hurt. They threw in a bigger bid than Best Buyers or shit. It was like ah, we don't want to be like perfect. We don't want to be like Radio Shack, nigga. We trying to stay alive. Radio Shack out of here, man. Radio Shack so down bad. They tweeting. Oh yeah, you they, seen them Radio Shack they tweeting tweets? something about like some titties. They be tweeting about titties and shit. Oh yeah, they get on black. Shack, that's how they always. That's how businesses so always go, bro. They start off black and then they abandon all their black employees yeah. and then they trying to go back. Black, he was like, "Let me get it back to the Yo, streets." Basically, what you basically what UPN did. Yeah, yeah. That, that network got famous with a bunch of nigga shows and said. Then they made their money and said, "Fuck y'all, we doing CW now." Bye. Bro, and here's the crazy thing about the CW. I read this article. The CW has not turned a profit since starting. Damn. They, they, they just they losing what? money making Riverdale and they still do it as bullshit. Yeah, bro. CW has no money. I mean, that makes sense. And I don't know anyone. And that's funny. And that was funny. They're like, that was that was a joke in a joke. in the movie. He was like, she left me because she booked the pilot on the CW. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah. Fucking CW. Fucking Fuck CW. CW. Yeah, the yeah. CW has no money. <laughs> But hey, if y'all went back to UPN, it'd be fire. All them UPN shows was fire, nigga. One on one. Wasn't um. What else was on there? The Parkers was on there. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. UPN was fire. That LL Cool J shit. The LL Cool J shit. Yeah, he had a show at uh with uh, Carlton Kim Wayans and yeah, in Carlton. What was it called? I forget. I know they had a fire theme song though. It was funny, yeah. It was a funny show. Hey, in the movie, she was like, "Your name's OJ, dog." Oh, like, that shit was. Yeah, funny. Jordan Peele, silly joke. nigga. Such he was joke. like, "Let me make a movie where they got called this nigga OJ." Hey. All movie. Yeah. <laughs> when she said, "OJ, what?" I said, "That nigga, you better run like OJ, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, ass better run. <laughs> better run. He said, Yo. He said "Yeah, Otis Junior." She said, "Your name's OJ." He <laughs> was a white lady too. Uh, that shit was funny. Shit she was, was older too, right? So she know, she was around in uh, ninety three. Dude, man, when when they got abducted, that shit like gave me anxiety. Oh, at I the had, park, so to speak. Yeah, I had so to speak. Yeah, I had, yo, I had anxiety. I, I love the, like, I love he, his like suit jacket he had on with the UFO. Oh yeah, that shit was clean that as fuck. That shit was fire. That shit was that's a Halloween costume. Yeah, that shit was fire. People yeah. gonna be wearing that in the Scorpion King hoodie. <laughs> Scorpion King hoodie with yeah. fire too. Try to cop that. Have the little reflectors <laughs> on the back. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. That. Yo, I love horror. any movie that got animals in it or like horror movies with animals yeah. in it. Cause that whole scene right there at the park when he's trying to get the horse, he's like whistling at the horse mm-hmm. to get out the thing. The horse is just like, nah, I'm good. Hell no, nah, nigga. I'm chilling. I'm good. Hold on. Where you standing actually Did is it take the X the marks the spot. No. Nah. Huh? It didn't take no. The, the horse stayed in, and the oh, horse never looked at lucky. the thing. Yeah. Oh. Oh, he did. Okay. Okay. 
The horse just stayed in and never looked at the thing. Everybody else. All those horse out. sounds were stressing me out, though. Yeah. yeah. The, the, like the sound work using the horses and the music yeah. was crazy, crazy. Cause you didn't know when it was coming from the sky or from the actual horse, if they were fucking with us. Yeah. You didn't know if the thing was about to spit out the horse or what. Yeah. Lord have mercy. That shit. And that was the other thing about the movie. It was just like, it wasn't what I expected it to be. Exactly. I thought it was gonna be an alien. Oh, I didn't have I didn't have any expectations because I didn't see the trailer. I didn't see the trailer. I saw oh, the I saw cool. the the picture of the movie like maybe one thing. I just I've been in the yeah. house, you know me. I saw the oldest trailer, but it didn't really show much. Yeah, they uh, they did the bait and switch. I think on purpose, yeah. like for sure. Because I I thought it was gonna be a different kind of movie, and so I was just like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. Gonna yeah, be. They was I, like, I nope. Yeah. All right, nope. <laughs> That uh, is what black people say too, perfect. and it's like some scary, some bullshit. Like, uh, 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 nope, 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 nope. Mm. nope. That's how I feel. That's how you. Everyone feels watching a scary movie. Yeah, it's like the perfect scary movie right. title. Yeah. I'm surprised it hadn't happened yet, but because exactly. white nah, people make all the movies exactly. nope. until now. Like, nope. It was perfect. It was. It was just dudes. Three out of three, man. Like, punch, I, and punched a little kid in the face. Hilarious. Hilarious, bro. I just it's it's like one of those things like every time Jordan Peele's made a movie I was like damn what is he gonna do next I don't know and he got this idea during quarantine because he said I just wanted to go outside so bad so I wanted to make a movie about something where you weren't supposed to go outside that's cool and he did that shit so he kind of made a movie and about it's like what it was like being in quarantine, in quarantine. without it being about COVID but it's at also all. like you're not supposed to look at it was a whole thing how we're yeah. obsessed with. Like spectacle and like obsessed with like we right. all we all have to be on the end we have to see everything all the time. Uh-huh. So it's like if that shit really happened we'd all be looking. Yeah, that's why all that's why all those like people got abducted. Look. That's why like that shot of Stephen Yin when he's like looking and his hat flies off and he Fucking can't stop looking. Dope. The dust is flying like that shit was beautiful. It's just beautiful, mm. bro. Yeah, that was crazy. Bro, say. You think you'd be able to look away? Yeah. What if it had titties on it though? Nope. I seen titties before. <laughs> nope. Like what? If, imagine the same movie, but the thing has titties thing has popping titty. off of it. I'm looking. You're like, yeah, God yeah. damn it! You're like, where Niles at? You know he, he he's was looking gone. at that thing, right? <laughs> that titties got him. You, you know, know he's got him, nigga. Titties got him. Everything shiny and gold. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man, yeah. If it had titties, I definitely would die. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, it it kind of. That's the one thing with scary movies, like to be able to have like some type of, uh, what does that call it? Like separation of, you oh, know, like suspension of yeah, disbelief. Yeah, disbelief. Yeah, because like after those first few encounters with the shit and them all in the house, bro. Kiki was the only reasonable one of being like, uh, so we leaving? Right. So we Whoa. leaving now? Of course. <laughs> we leave. Yeah. He's like, nah, we gotta feed the horses tomorrow. I got, I Fuck got. them horses. Bro, Nigga, the horse, you see that bro. shit up there in the sky right now? Let's get the fuck on. It just does not make any sense. Bro, like, but oh. that's all he had. Them adding the dude from TMZ was hilarious. That shit oh. was hilarious. Shit was I was cracking up at that. That was so funny. She said, shit, that TMZ. Part. God damn it. That's like right. That's like what happened right after you right left. Right after you left. A dude from TM, to... a dude from TMZ shows up on the ranch because he's been he's like want to see everything. He's been like studying it, yeah, yeah, trying to get the. But he was scoop. already. But the thing is, everything they had learned all movie to do, he doesn't know all that yet. So oh. he got fucked up. Yeah, he's just coming he in as a new, ass. yeah, new booty doesn't right. know anything about the situation, exactly. <laughs> and he got this chrome <laughs> ass booty. helmet on. Yeah, 
So he pulls Six up. Six different cameras and shit. Yeah. He was really on this TMZ shit. It was stupid, yeah. Cameras didn't work. Man, that TMZ, the Hollywood shit. I was just at this event doing photography and just seeing this, like, Hollywood shit. Like, uh, it was, like, celebrities, influencers and shit. And, uh, and like, you know, niggas is famous. And they had everybody, like, it was part of the ESPYs. And it was, like, uh, like somewhere in, like, Mid-City or whatever. And, uh... The celebrities had these people who would walk them around with duffel bags. And there were all these different vendors who paid all this money to be there. And, like, they just, you want some of this? Nigga, here, yeah, put it in the bag. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What kind of SB event was it? Um, I don't know. Like an after party type thing? I don't think so. It was during, it was during the day. Oh, okay. It was, like, at noon. Because I, I did I did want to talk about the SBs a little bit because uh, Steph Curry hosted it. I, oh, and it's just, I was watching it. And I was like, bro, they will do anything to just not let a stand-up comedian do what a stand-up yeah, comedian is supposed to do. Let's get him right. He was, he was awful. Of course. I didn't get I, Greatest I, I shooter of all time, but he Reese. cannot deliver a fucking joke. And you could tell they had him, they had him up there. He had the mic and he had a drink in the other hand, because I don't think he knew what to do with his other hand. So I was like, Steph Curry, drink like that. Get the fuck out of here. And so that nigga was trying to shake off them nerves. Yeah, and so <laughs> hold this stuff. And so like he was even saying stuff, and like he was kind of like he was kind of like you know when somebody's not confident in delivering a joke, so oh, they, yeah. so they oh, say yeah. some they say like stuff around it, like oh yeah, yeah. we see so it all the time. That was crazy, and uh, oh yeah. <laughs> like uh, Dion Cole got that bit. Yeah, where niggas, where, you know when the nigga bomb was like, oh uh, where the uh, where the ladies at, and it says the ladies, where the, the Capricorns right. like uh, give it up for the, give it up for the troops, give man. it up, yeah. <laughs> Get your, get your ass, give it up for your ass yeah. getting off stage, hey, nigga. Like, you like, oh yeah, because man, like, no, that was crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy. Because I was at I was at work when the SVs started, so I didn't get to. So I saw the video. I'll be on Twitter at work. Yeah, but, but so I, I saw the video on my timeline, but I couldn't play it. But I saw like the the the. The caption was like Steph Curry already being petty. Steph one a one blah blah blah, and then I clicked it thinking like, oh, I'm about to laugh, and I was like, this yeah. isn't funny. Like uh, it's just getting retweeted because it's Steph Curry on the microphone. Yeah. Why he say yes to that bullshit? Because well, and because like he had one, they were like Steph Curry already got the LeBron jokes, and it wasn't a joke. He just said like he was like uh, I'm the I'm the second NBA player to ever host this. Award show first person was LeBron in 2007 oh, yeah. after he lost the finals. I saw and that. And then I'm doing it after I won the finals. So it just it feels it's, better. And I'm like, that's not a joke. No. <laughs> it's like, that has no punchline. Everyone wants to be a comedian. Bro. Everybody wants to be a comedian. Like, from our perspective, it's like, we have to do this shit. Exactly. If I was the greatest three point shooter ever, like, I wouldn't have be to do this shit. I wouldn't worry about being funny. I'd be the one of the best basketball players ever. It was so, it was yeah, so, I mean, what I, and I could tell he's uncomfortable walking yeah. around with the Second mic. Second-handed embarrassment. He might have yeah. forced him to do it. Maybe he didn't really want to do it, but. I think so. I think it's something like that, too. I think it's like, he owes somebody some shit. Evil yeah. people behind the scenes who know. Let's make this nigga They're going to make. That's a lot of views. That's Steph what I'm Curry with the what mic it is. Some the boys shit, Homelander doing but it's the just starlight. Like, bro, yeah. like, <laughs> and even like the, even like comedian, like the people that are famous that might not be the best they might not have the best specials or best jokes in the world, but they've been doing comedy for so long. They can deliver a joke. Oh, yeah, on yeah a like and, and hosting an SBS or is improv not in hard. between. And it's just like, why are y'all making some? Why are y'all making somebody that's Hell not no. built for the? You're not gonna let me go in there and shoot. 
Yeah. No. Nope. Right. Right. So why it, you letting this nigga come here and talk? Right. Exactly. It's yeah. As a it's for like hours watching like actors and athletes and personalities host events. I'm just like, just let stand up comedians do their shit, man. Yeah. Like it only helps cheapen the art form. Exactly. Them doing that oh, yeah. type of work and it makes it only harder for us actually out here. And that's why niggas think shit. they can do that. That's why Brendan Shaw thinks he can put out a comedy special. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. When the shit was horrible. Didn't fucking Blake Griffin yeah. stand up for a few years. It's, it's terrible, nigga. And here's the thing. He's probably funny. He's funnier than most athletes. I'll give him that. Sure. Give him a cameo in a movie or something. Get off the stage, bro. Like, stop. It's 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 it is not what you think it is. Nah, people... Because think think because think about it. Think about what you felt like your first month of stand-up. That's every celebrity, and they gotta cram all that in right before 20 million people watch an award show. But that's the thing. They're not a stand-up. It's like you you hear the whole you hear it all the time. It's like just because you change a tire don't make you a mechanic. Yeah, you know if you cut somebody's hair, <laughs> don't right. make you a barber. That's yeah, barber. you know you make food at home, you ain't a chef. Exactly. You know, so it's just like the same shit, bro. There's so much work that goes into being a stand up. Just because someone's giving you the opportunity to grab a mic, big or small, the opportunity that does not make you a stand up comic. Exactly, because I, I had a friend who's a who's a rapper. He makes music. He lives. He he used to live out here. He lives in Chicago now. And like for years, he would always be like, "Nah, nah, I'm funnier than you, bro. Like if we ever got on stage, I could, I could get you." I'm okay. like, "Okay, no, you can't." Those be the niggas now, that for can't. Years, he never came to a show, so he didn't really know what I, what I yeah. could do. Yeah. And like, so he even, and so he came to the special taping in Chicago. Oh, he did. And he was like, "Yeah, my bad." Because like even oh, before yeah. he was like, wow. "You're not gonna make fun of me up there because I told you you wasn't funny." He's like, "Nigga, ain't worry about you." Right. That's what I'm saying. But it's just like it's funny how people really. And here's the really thing: think you might that is you so might easy. be a funny person because everyone has access to tell jokes. Yeah, yeah. And right? also in their own life, right? Yeah. Everyone I, every day. I, I will say, I think yeah. I think seventy percent of black people are funny. Just off rip. Just off rip. Just like, have you ever this life, the living this life, you yeah. go, you better have some comedy. In That's you. what I'm saying. And so it's right. just like, you have to like, laugh a lot of like shit most, off. most Don't gay cry. people are really funny. Yeah. Just like talking, like unfiltered. just unfiltered, just talking. Right. But that's not telling jokes on stage. That's not no. You can be a funny person and a bad comedian. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, and there's a lot of good comedians that aren't that, aren't that funny of people. Funny. Yeah. Right. I was, I was having a conversation with somebody, and then they said something to me. They said something to me, and then I remember responding, and then I remember like telling them like, "Boom!" I like stopped the conversation. I was like, "See what you said," and like how I received it is like I could have took that, I could have brought that up to an audience, and then segued into one of my bits, and that shit would have murdered. Yeah, like, and she was just like, "Oh, was like oh shit," and I was like, "Yeah, that's the whole like it's a science." That's the way, my, that's the way like my the brain will your brain will work and shit. Like, and I'm also not saying like. You can't do it. It's just it just takes years of practice that's, to that's do the it. Thing I think anybody could do stand up. It's just mm-hmm. like, are you yeah. gonna put in the years of sitting in open mics, not knowing who you are, not, trying to find your yeah, voice, learning how to write, different. write that's jokes, what, what situations? There's a whole formula. I think people stray away from other art forms because you can kind of see like the sweat and tears that goes into that formula. Yeah. You see a painting, you're like, well, shit, I know, I don't know how to put that <laughs> that painting yeah. together. Right. right, you see someone put some shit together. You're like, oh shit, I don't know those steps. But you don't really see the formula of comedy. You there think that is, person's man. just shooting yeah. off the hip, being and them. And a lot of times we like. are, but there's been thing. such a there's been such a practice to Jay, do that. Jay Jordan, one of my favorite stand up comedians, I think mm-hmm. he's amazing. He even hey. he said this on Twitter. He said the problem is the people that are really good at stand up comedy make it look make easy. it look easy. Yeah. It's the yeah. only yeah. art form. Re- somebody that can really rap. 
Like when Eminem raps really fast, you're like, I can't, I can't do, do that, that shit. I can't do that That's shit. Not human. Really good <laughs> yeah. rap does not look easy. No. Does not look. E- but really good stand up comedy looks looks easy because it's authentic. It's conversational. Yeah. Because as a kid, my favorite special was Pimp Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. I knew it word for word, yeah. and I legitimately thought he was just a funny dude who was just up there talking. Yeah. I didn't know for years Cat Williams developed that set. Yeah. Like I didn't either. Wait, that little uh, essay walked in. Probably yeah. took two years to put yeah. together. Yeah, but it's like the way he delivered, and that's the other thing. Comedy specials are like a one night, one thing, and so you tape it that one night, and like people don't really understand. Like it took a year and a half mm-hmm. for you to put that set to put together. all that shit together to find what you like. And what you just works had to and nail it that yeah. night, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's because they only see that taping. They don't see all yeah, the other know. ones. Cause like that's the thing like I'm gonna put my comedy special out before the year is over. Like I might do something to where you can watch all the other hour sets from all the other cities I did beforehand to see how it kind of changed and how it changed the order and tags and stuff. I might do that if you want to pay for it or whatever. But cause like yeah, that's the yeah, thing you, you just see that one special on Netflix and you're like damn that was funny. And then you turn it off. You don't know like the years it took to like make all that. the development, especially for somebody's first special. That's their whole career that's going the whole into thing. the first one. Right. That's yeah. what was so weird about doing this one it's like damn like there's gonna be people to watch this one that feel like they know me because of the first one you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so it was just like it was weird to like make a special based on what i've been thinking for just like the past two years Mm -hmm. whereas like the first special is like my whole entire life you feel like it got easier because it's like you have all this you have it's like your only material your first special is like this is everything i have since i started right then you put it out is over and now it's like one to two years I put it together again. Do you feel like it was easier now or was it this did it feel the same or just a faster process? Well, I did have like a big freak out after I put girls on terms of jokes. I was like, you're never gonna be able to get a whole hour of jokes <laughs> That's again. There's right. so many jokes. You're never yeah. gonna be able to do That's this. Feels, yeah. So I was like freaking out. But then it's just like I just started coming you're, up with stuff. You're again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you life keeps happening. Life again. keeps happening. Right. And so and so it was just like and I am having that feeling again, like Damn, nigga, what you gonna come up with now? Nah, here it come, nah. But we, did, we was going to the beach a lot and doing mushrooms. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's just like, hey. like, life just goes on again. But I will say it was easier to do this time because I already did one. Yeah. And basically, everything I didn't like about the first one, I fixed in this mm, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't do what these old ass niggas do. That's what like, I learned from like these older comedians. Like, that They don't challenge themselves. They don't challenge themselves. They not going to the, to the rooms that made them who they were. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just like, like nigga, LeBron, LeBron was just hooping at the Drew League, nigga. Like, right. yeah. why would you not go back? And they barely won. All right, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like nigga, you better not lose this fucking game, my nigga. <laughs> mm-hmm. So LeBron, I think LeBron missed that free throw on purpose to give it. When a he shot. missed that shit, I was like, oh, there you I go, think he nigga. gave he missed it on purpose to get other team a shot. Yeah, because that nigga was not really playing. That's true. Yeah, he, yeah, he definitely because I think he sat out for a minute too, and that's when like kind of, like kind of came, came back, back and all that shit. But yeah, it's just like same shit with stand up, bro. Like yeah, you play at Staples all the time. Or that's crypto, easy. whatever. Yeah, that's that the other shit thing. is easy. Because Michael Chase, Michael Chase said this on the podcast with Charlie May and Andrew Schultz. He was talking about how, like, yeah, after a while, like when you have a name and you go do stuff, it just it's easy. easy, bro. You you ain't gotta. And that's why you can stop being fall funny. Off. Yeah, that's why you can fall that's off. That's why they right. get, people get lazy. Yeah. So you could fall the fuck off. Long as we don't do that shit, we good, exactly. bro. Like, nah. I long think, as we do comedy, like we we I buy weed, we good. Exactly. No, I think we. Well, I I mean, I speak for myself, but I know I feel like I came up 
in the area where it's like you get so hardened by the scene and the lack of opportunities you ain't got no choice but to take risk bro yeah. everything yes. is this whole thing is a risk like i wouldn't everything my I, I just see myself coming up with stuff all the time bro i got so much stuff mm -hmm. that i can't wait to get out yeah. i mean being here you got so many ideas and so many jokes and there's lack of stage time yeah like I'm never afraid of taking a risk. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. just like, That's give me more stage right. time, really. Yeah. I'll take all the risks that That's I can. Crazy. You know, because I know I'm going to be funny. I know I'm going to get to the funny right. shit. That, and it's it's hard. I feel like it's harder to be a stand up comic now. Right. Hell yeah, it's way harder. You got to think about it. You said we got to do eight you got, things. You got 40 years of stand up in front of you of what people think is supposed to be and who they've yeah. seen. So, they're, so, one, when someone, you tell somebody you do stand up comedy, What's like? What's the first thing they ask you? Like, oh, so what kind of comedy do you do? Because yeah. they ask you that because they're comparing it to what they've already seen. Mm -hmm. I've seen the Richard Pryor. I've seen the Chris Rock. I've seen that Wanda Sykes, the Ali Wong, all that. So it's just like the people in the '80s didn't really have that, and in the '90s is when it became cool to be a stand-up comic. Now we live in the time where it's just like people know how the sausage is made almost. So it's almost oh, like. Yeah. We you have to kind of go the extra mile, or your shit is gonna be very like formulaic and bland and, and the, shit like that. The texture, well, I, f I feel like what you're saying too is like the audience and the nature of the comedy scene hasn't caught up. Well, I feel like they haven't fully caught up. Okay, on one, I feel like the texture of comedy changes. Like you're saying, the '80s is a different type of comedy. Yeah. The '90s and here we have now. I feel like it's just how we go about comedy is different than how people their reference points are that's real their reference points are what yeah. you're saying is yeah. like oh is this this and this oh, from what's this the deal degree? with this yeah. and i was over here the other day and i got no respect yeah. you know what i'm saying think about it andrew dice clay was uh, msg doing like hickory, hickory dickory doc hickory dickory doc Dude, suck my cock and if, everyone's like <sighs> if somebody did that today, today people mean, would make on. fun of them so much on tiktok <laughs> What they There's call, no they would, uh, way what they would they call that shit on social media? They they would raid those niggas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Straight up. You can't get away with shit if like you that. Better take anymore. my wife, please, Netflix special right now. Like, what the fuck is that yeah. shit? Yeah. Nobody nobody yeah, shit is harder, nigga. Like but that's that the thing. I feel like the audience haven't fully caught up to what is the the rapper's flow nowadays. A comedy. Yeah. Like how but, are the comedy exactly. how are the comics today I flowing either, on stage? Somebody even told me, bro, they came to one or one y'all had to be here shows. I can't remember which one. And they said there was certain stuff y'all said I thought was so funny, but like I just didn't know how to react. Like I didn't know where the, I just didn't know where to laugh or like, but it was so funny and like I was just like they said they just got caught up in the moment. They were just watching and I feel like this new wave of comedy is stand up, but it's still kind of different in a way. And some people, like you said, are catching up on how to react to it because like it is interesting. Like I have like audiences like yeah, y'all niggas is definitely from the internet. Like y'all don't y'all don't really know what to oh, yeah. do in this space. Bro, that's that. the looks though that the crowds had when the Beatles first played and Jimi Hendrix first played in certain areas. The How crowds we... would be stiff. They up there sweating. Right. James what Brown up there did thirty two splits, sweat, and they're just they don't 32? know how to receive. How to, I love this, but I don't know how to react. They don't to know it. how to react. Right. Oh, they will. It's coming. And it's coming. They'll figure it out. That it's, shit is coming. It's it's fun. It's just funny how like comedy continues to adapt, and if you don't get with that shit, you just get and, left. What is crazy, I was just thinking about, like, most of our generation, like, we got nothing but material, creative ideas. Yeah. And not and not the platform to put it out on. Exactly. And then they're giving the opportunity to, like, the people that have already done it and be like, 
do more, do, do another. More. You're a celebrity. You've never done stand up. Have a stand up special. So they have to pull material out of their ass. And they ain't got when it. Everyone born in the 90s is fucking waiting for their opportunity, Bro. being like, I got nothing but actual good once, content. Once you asking people to pull it out of their ass. Once 90s babies finally get the overall deals and the show, like, look what Quinta Brunson has already done. Like, dude. Right. Like, she's a prime example of somebody that came up in this internet age, had all these ideas that kind of let her do a little thing here and a little thing there on BuzzFeed, but she never really got to really show how creative she was. She gets a TV show, smash hit. She got a 22-episode order. Nobody gets that anymore. Yeah. But she's so good at what she's doing because I think it's just like our generation is so different because, like, we got to edit. We got to direct. We got to produce. We got to act. We got to write. We got to make TikToks. We got to tweet and go viral. We got to make reels on Instagram. And it's kind of like, I respect the people that came before us, but like, I think we better. Our and generation of stand up comedy is like being a, a, if you're, a stepdad to somebody with like eight kids. Straight you know? up. Like, if you're, you got to take care of all <laughs> bro, this shit. If you're yeah. good at, if you're good at stand up yes. and doing all this other stuff, you're a beast. Yeah. You're a beast. Yeah. And I yeah. love, like, I love the Chris Rocks and the Dave Tales and all that. But like, all I'm they, better. All they, I'm better. I'm better. All they had to do, all they had to do was just be good at stand up. I'm better. If all I had to do was just be good at stand up, are you serious, nigga? I'm. What I'm better. I'm better than Dave. I'm better. This is. I'm in, and it's like we're building off the platform of what's come before us. Exactly. How right. could I not be better? You have to. You have How to. could you not yeah. be it's better? Like watching. It would be a disservice to even attempt this art form if you wouldn't be better yeah, than what's they already. Be around forever. They're not. And it's and just like, like, like said, it's just like looking at the NBA. Yeah. It's, just like, it's, it's, it's like looking at the NBA. It's like, you would be a fool to tell me the NBA Michael Jordan played in is more competitive than the one that these guys are playing in nope. right now. These niggas, do, they're... Like the game has evolved, you see it in these side steps, these step backs, and these 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 sham like just the, the way like, James Harden learned how to manipulate mm-hmm. calls in the game, and Chris Paul, yeah. Chris Paul knows how to play the rest like an this, instrument. This new age, right. like now that's coming, like these new rookies, like they play they play different. It's a different it's type a different of speed. it's a different it's a speed. Different it's a no different like, momentum. There was no player like Giannis fifteen years ago. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. So every it, the game has to evo- it has to. And he's evolve. still learning how to shoot. Yeah. Think if that dude gets a mid-range jumper. Oh, how so does he well. not score 35 a game? For real. It's over, yeah. It's and over. so it's just like, and that's what we're doing. And and my thing is, it might sound arrogant or cocky, but like if you don't feel that way about yourself, then what are you doing? Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why would you even jump into the water? Yeah. I just shot right. I just shot my second stand-up special under 30. I've only been doing comedy for six years. Nobody I look up to has done that. So I'm done looking up to them niggas. Don't. To keep the, the NBA I'm, I'm, metaphor, like on the NBA side, like what we have to do is if you wanted to play in the NBA, you had to build a basketball court, cr- make a basketball, build the rim, yeah, recruit the team, recruit the team, and the coach fans, the team, and be the coach, lead, lead and buy score. the stadium, Oof. buy the jerseys, get the sneakers, yeah. put everyone together, yeah. and then that, and that's get the fucking TV station, get the camera, you film it yourself, you put it online, and then people watch that basketball. That's game. basically what we've been doing. That's what we do. Right. Yeah. We've been having to play player and coach. Yeah, and which is crazy. And media and the NBA and, media, and, and, and yeah. TNT. <laughs> when I, when I leave here, I gotta go make clips, bro. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, I gotta get to go. I gotta get early to go write another nigga TV show tomorrow. <laughs> another nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I write my TV show that I'm trying to sell, and another nigga TV show. 
<laughs> Which is very fun. <laughs> have a good time. Right. But it's just like we're just doing and, and and it's and it's sad and it's and that's the other thing is like also we're in a like a comedy type like boom type thing. Yeah. So there's more people we're in competition with. Yeah. We're in, we're in competition oh, yeah. with niggas who don't do stand up. Bro. Never has that ever been a For thing. It's part. weird as fuck. On top of That's the so thousands weird. of people who are starting to do stand up daily. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going for the same gigs as the greatest three point shooter in NBA history. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's like if, if you, and that's why, like, I I stopped even listening to old stories from stand up comics because they just make me mad. Like John Witherspoon would tell this story about how, like, oh yeah, I would I would host at the at the comedy store and get and uh, some of us niggas we go up twice because there wasn't enough people on the list at the open mic. I'm yeah, like, like, what? Nigga. The open mic? Wasn't enough people? There's only ten people that get to go up now. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Why I, uh, I don't even some of these some of these some of these complaining. Du- some of these dudes that do that's like like they either famous or they successful in stand up is like. They got on because it just wasn't nobody else doing this shit. No, it was because just them. At the, and, and, but also, you got to give them respect for like taking a chance and leaving home and moving to Hollywood oh, and yeah. doing it. Like I respect you for that. But you also have to look at it as like you were competing with not the same amount of people. Mm. Like now, it's just like there's so many podcasts and books and movies and shows about comedy that like there's so many people starting stand up every day. Yeah. There wasn't a marvelous Miss Maisel on TV. When these niggas was doing stand up, no. making people feel like they can do stand up. There wasn't a hacks on TV making people feel like they could just go and do stand up. I want to give us our flowers real quick. This I got this notification on my phone from YouTube. Uh, Mr. Uh, Felder said, Yo, on the real, this my new favorite podcast. This like, everybody's new favorite nigga, podcast, dang, nigga. Dang, dang. Everybody. <laughs> thank you, thank Good you. Good niggas, you. rednecks, hipsters, white ladies, gay people, <laughs> everybody, everybody nigga. in between. Everybody in between, nigga. Uh, yeah, man, it's real shit. All right, what well, do we want to get ready to wind it down? No. Why are we winding it down? Uh, how long? How long has it been? I don't know. Uh, an hour and forty-seven seconds. That's about. Yeah. I thought we was doing longer. Johnny went to the bathroom. Wait till Johnny get back. All right. I mean, it's, you just no. you done talking to me, nigga. You don't fuck with no. me no more, nigga. I did a full podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? It's my fifth job. (laughs) Shit. I got another one tomorrow morning. I'll be back here. Oh my God. This is my fourth podcast today. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) This nigga ready to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I'm out. Johnny, this is his fourth podcast today. He ready to shut up. I was was in the bathroom. Yeah. This nigga voice hurt. You You? Marcus yeah, did four yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunrise did a couple of episodes oh, earlier. Man, That's hell of stage time, almost. <laughs> almost. You're supposed to be That's doing four shows today. You're supposed to be doing stand up four times a day. Well, <laughs> as we're talking about, yeah. podcast we, is we, a new stand up. We didn't even get into it this is. Willy Wonka shit. It's, it's a new stand up. Well, let's get into it. Oh, nigga, Willy Wonka. God damn What's the uh, Timothy Chalamet shit? Yeah, shit. They're making. <laughs> here's the other thing. I'm tired of the gritty. The gritty prequels and reboots of shit that we watched. It's only got to be one word too. Wonka, Wonka. That sounds like so, a British like <laughs> slang like, word. Like, like wanker. wanker. Yeah, Wonka. <laughs> wonka. Just a bloody is, Wonka. Is, is Wonka f- nigga for wanker? <laughs> <laughs> just a wanker. But like, so they're doing a they're sounds doing like a, a prequel ass. to Willy Wonka, right? Yeah. And so basically, they're showing you 
the origin story of why this nigga want to sell chocolate. Yeah. Which one, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about that. And, and then two, basically what happens is he picks cocoa beans owned by the Oompa Loompa tribe Uh-oh. without knowing of the Oompa Loompa's existence. Nah, that nigga steals them, nigga. Believing like the slavery. beans are free for the picking. A particular Oompa Loompa whose job is to guard the beans is asleep on the job. Oh, no. He is subsequently compelled by his tribe to stalk Willie and steal back enough chocolate such that what? the theft is compensated I'm a sorry. thousandfold. Steal back, see? How's it steal? Loompa Unchained? It's is that my shit. They should call the movie Loompa Unchained. Bro. Yeah, that's crazy. It's just why they blame that nigga. They like, oh, it's his fault. Lazy ass Because he was, yeah. (laughs) See? They trying to put the blame on him. Yeah. It's his fault that he uh he said they said he he uh took them I like how without they put knowing the, the plausible deniability because he just believed that the cocos were there. Yeah, and then free. but then they say the the uh, Loompa he had to steal them back. Right. How is it he him stealing? He getting his shit back? No, because the white man believes that they were his property. Back. Yeah, right. Bro. This is mine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This for it's for everybody, but it's mine now. <laughs> Right, this nigga is literally like Candy Christopher Columbus, bro. Like this, he went, <laughs> he went to somebody else's shit, yep, and then took it. It was like, oh, y'all mad about me taking y'all shit? Like that don't make any sense. They, and then they I, gonna make a movie about it. I hope they put the part in where how like a uh, that explains how he got them to fucking uh, work for him, right? For him. Slave. Uh, Why the I don't fuck? think working is even the word we should be using. So we don't see these niggas out in the movies like walking the streets and no. doing where they fucking move to. Hell no. Nah. All they know is that factory. Ain't no mall in there. I don't see no bathrooms. And where are the Oompa Loompas from? They have their own country or something? Like, where Where did yeah. he go and just find this random chocolate in his truck? I think in the book, when I remember reading when I was oh, a yeah, kid, a pre- he goes and, to, like, an island, and he's, quote, like, rescues them. But it, isn't that the shit we did? Isn't that what we called exactly. it at the time? Yep. And, you know, the dude that wrote the book is, like, racist as hell. Yeah, what, uh, Roald Dahl. Dahl. Like that. You gotta be. Yeah, this man's 89 years old. Yeah, it's obviously an allegory. Yeah. Hey, my thing is, so what is this Walker in where he just him pulling a gun out on these niggas? You work for me now. Right. Or giving Look them a, or the giving them like a blanket with smallpox on it or some shit. Like what is <laughs> Right, right. How does this shit end? With Thanksgiving Damn, dinner? I'm, I'm I don't know. It's weird how like a lot of blockbuster movies are literally just like white man taking shit from Native Americans, but they're yeah. making the Native Americans and the creatures. You got the Oompa Loompas, Avatar did Avatar, shit. yeah, yeah, Avatar did And blue shit. people is just Native Americans and yeah. a white man oh, yeah. destroying their shit. And, but now they're doing it with Willy Wonka. I'm a who who needs this? Nobody needs that. That's weird, because then now, too, it's like kids are going to grow up and see that shit. They're going to see that. They're not even going to see Charlie they're not, and the They're not going to see, no, they're not going to see Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Right. This is going to be their Wonka. They don't get to see a fat kid drown in a chocolate river no. and shit. They're going to be stealing shit from little black kids, little indigenous kids. I was here first. White kids love saying well, that shit. Well, I took this on accident, not, but you're stealing it from me. No, I'm about to steal on you, nigga. Whoever, whoever is writing that script, blessings unto you. Because you, gonna be hard, you think huh? that's uh, going to be hard. You think they just pitched Timothy Chalamet like, you're going to play Willy Wonka? And he's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then like, here's the script. And he's like... God damn I'm it. a piece of shit. <laughs> Slave owner Willy Wonka. I, I already signed a contract. God damn it. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet about to lose all his black friends over this movie. Oh. <laughs> damn. And Pete Davidson. <laughs> Pete Davidson gonna be like, hey bro, I can't fuck with you. I can't fuck shit. with you after this. That movie. Trash. I, got, I still gotta get dinner with Kid Cuddy. He saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Fucking that's Wonka. A, that's a weird movie to make. Oh yeah, then they said um 
uh, Joe Biden has COVID. Yeah. Man, after seeing right him up. fall on that bike, I don't know if this nigga gonna make it. Thoughts and prayers, man. Thoughts <laughs> and prayers. Yeah, he don't need no more Bro. injuries. That hey. nigga need an IV. Sometimes I would wonder if they just set this whole thing up for Kamala to become the president in the first place. Let's get the oh, yeah. oldest dude possible. Yeah. And then give him COVID. And give him COVID, maybe. How does COVID get in the White House? Of all places. Oh, you Point. know somebody coughed on him. I'm like, can you sign this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. I think we got him. I think, like, I think Sleepy <laughs> Joe gonna make it though. We got him. He what? Sleepy Joe gonna make it. He just need a nap. He, no, he'll make it. He Let him sleep it off. He'd be all right. If Trump made it, I think, I think Joe Biden. Better health. Are they the same age? Something like that. Something like that, right? Old as shit. Either way. Right. <laughs> Can we get a young person? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Like. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really be letting old people tell me what to do. Because like, my and thing be is ser- ser- serious about it. Old people don't work jobs. Why no. would they work the biggest job? And my thing is, yeah. if you can't be president till 35, there has to be a cutoff. Yeah. That yeah, means yeah. you shouldn't be able to be president yeah. after 65. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's just like, if you get a discount at IHOP, you don't need to run the country. I'm sorry. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. God damn. You used to have all those like kids books <laughs> where it's like the first kid, pre- six-year-old, eight-year-old president. I'm like, I want to see what that was. I want to see what it looks like. Honestly, instead of an 85-year-old, I'd rather take a 12-year-old. Yeah. See what he comes up with. Yeah. There's somewhere where the dog, there's a dog that's a fucking mayor. Oh, for in real life? Yeah. Where? <laughs> what? Yeah, I I ain't no black up. people that live there. Tell you that. <laughs> no, that'd be cold if somebody was running they against probably, and like no. your, your there's air a bug black dog. man versus a dog. Air bug is air, runs for politics. Like air, bug, yeah. air bug runs for politics. And there's a black dude running against a dog. He'd be like, really? <laughs> the dog Y'all man. For him. <laughs> you know white people would pick a dog over a black oh, dude. Oh hell, a hundred percent. You know it's a golden retriever. Exactly. It people showing up to the debate. It, it is a golden retriever. <laughs> of course. <laughs> showing up with the, the, the debates with kibbles and shit. <laughs> I made you these. <laughs> and what is your rebuttal? Uh, uh, mayor, just, his name is Max, nigga. And he just has so much charisma. <laughs> like his approval he's rating is crazy. He's the mayor of Idlewild. Where is Idaho? That That's in California. Really? Oh, of yeah. course. Y'all high. Yeah. Yeah, that it's is a high. That's of, where they grow high. high. Yeah. They grow mel- a lot, a lot of high, high white people there. up there. Can't even <laughs> hey, dude, you think it'd be cool, dude? Like, yeah. You're put, fucking good to retriever, man. Be the fucking mayor. <laughs> Bro, it's only a matter of time that we got a cat versus a dog for the presidency. Damn. Fuck. I really didn't like the policies Take that, that Max head. put in last year. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, better, y'all better chill out before Pixar steal that idea. <laughs> All humans must wear leashes. Hey, it was cute at first, but there's a dog bowl at every table at the restaurant. <laughs> Dogs eating with you at the table. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> he gonna have like a, a scandal where he has like. He, he had sex with another dog and got the dog pregnant. I did not have sexual relations with that bitch. With that, with them 12 kids ain't mine. And that's not derogatory. That's <laughs> not my letter. I'm the only one that can say bitch. <laughs> that is not my letter. That's my word. Yeah, that's our word. That's our word. We, only, we, only dogs can say bitch. <laughs> what if dogs are mad about us culturally appropriating bitch? Oh, man. <laughs> They're probably mad about a lot. They probably be mad at black people. Y'all get culturally appropriated all the time. Y'all gonna take our shit? Say, we came up with bitch. <laughs> we came up with it. 
If it wasn't for us, y'all wouldn't have no bitch. Too short who, nigga? <laughs> I've always, I always wanted to make a sitcom. It's like an animated sitcom with female dogs and colored bitches. I don't understand why nobody's done that shit yet. That's free game. Whoever wanted, take it. They not they, Hollywood don't let me do shit. So <laughs> take yeah, this shit. Yeah, we the bitches. Yeah, bitches, It'd be great. And they would always be in heat. You know what I'm mean? saying? Oh no. And they love gardening. It's called bitches and hoes. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stupid. Bitches and hoes. Gardening dogs. Female dog gardening club. Man, I'm so excited for New York. I can't wait for this shit. I'm so, excited for New York too. too. I can't fucking wait. Like that shit is gonna be fun as fuck. Union Hall, my favorite venue, man. Ten o'clock. Yeah, that shit is I dope. Love that place. Come get it. It's perfect for comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, so fun. We bar, did that got show. the bar in the back. It's mm-hmm. dark. Ceiling is a perfect level. The perfect. stage is perfect height. Them niggas, they really doing it. Better than any comedy club I've ever been to. Tell you that. Yeah. Well, we did that show with uh, Rachel Wilson. Mm-hmm. It was fire. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. That shit was so fun, bro. That shit was. That was such a blast. My sister was at that show too. She was oh like, yeah, she was. Like, she that was, was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was just fun. Doing a good show in New York. It just feels it, good. It feels different. Yeah. It feels good. It feels like old school stand up. Yeah. 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 Real. That's what all like basement fans the whole time. This felt it was like, damn, this feels like mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be. That and that's a and that's why I really loved Basement Fest in New York because I it was like super young crowd, but they got to feel like this is what like real stand up is. Like yeah. dark basement, drinking, having right. a good time, like this ain't no Instagram skit shit. Yeah, that this shit. This ain't TikToks. Was insane. That be that's funny too. Did you say that like the Instagram TikTok like the shit that we do? Like I would love for some of these influencers to just like walk in the room. The influencers that think they could do this shit, like yeah. just walk in the room and just kind of just get scared. Yeah. Because honestly, too, like we scare each other going up. Like oh oh, this nigga kill it. I'm about to. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I gotta do. Here we go. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they come in there and like get get your, get your, get your world shook real quick, like and and have some respect for the game. Cause I, I'm just into making experiences now. Yeah, like that's that's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want to do every time. That's I want exactly what it something is. that you you gonna text your friend like, bro, you sh- you should have came. Yeah, like that's y'all had to be y'all had to be. That's what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. We've been in that nature. Of creating experiences for a while, I think we just haven't been able to pull back and realize the impact of what. Because we really in it, is. we so in busy it. working. We in it, yeah, it's, yeah. And we kind of created it out of happenstance, right? Out of not having the shit, you know, the access that we could have or that we ought to have. So we kind of just made it. And was like, oh shit, this is a part of that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, this is where it's actually at because shit, this is the cool shit that mm-hmm. keeps people coming back to shit, you know. You're not gonna get none of that shit that we have offered at any of the clubs. What we have yeah. at our show, you won't get any of that experience at a club. We had to I don't make care that who's shit. performing there. Had to make it happen just because how like how oversaturated LA is, yeah. and how like uh, I don't know, just the whole like energy that LA does have when it comes to like going out and doing inter- in it like doing stuff and experiencing LA and like Hollywood because everybody yeah. just. Everybody got their. It's just such a like a mental thing. Yeah, people think they they the shit. They only want to go to exclusive shit and yeah. like shit that everybody else don't know about. So we're cracking that code right now. Yeah, that's the other thing, and that's why I do like doing stuff in New York. 
better. It's like out here, just everybody thinks they cool. Yeah. So it's just like, why should I buy a ticket to your shit? Mm-hmm. Why would I want to sit down? Or yeah. oh, I'm not gonna sit in the front. And all this kind of. I think it ain't that funny. Yeah. yeah. I think the, you, I think it's it's mix it's it's you're gonna get the both either or. I feel like that. I feel like L. A. And maybe it's with New York. Maybe we can talk to more people from New York. But I feel like no matter what city you in, you can't redeem the credit from that city unless you outside of it. Like we in LA, but it's not redeemable here. Yeah. Like it's only it's only good outside, outside of LA. Of, yeah, Bro, when like, I first started stand up and I I, I uh, moved so I moved back here and then I went I whenever I would go back to Arizona. Nigga, people were like, from you from from LA. I'm like, nigga, I I used to live out here. I started here. Like, okay. I was like, damn. All right, this is what it is. Like, that's so damn. True. All right, yeah. yo, because when we went to uh, Santa Barbara, remember mm-hmm. we, went th- we met that woman. God, I don't care about her name, but she was from New York. Yeah, and I just felt that I was like baffled a little bit that this person had only been freshly out here from new york and she was already running a room out here in la yeah i'm like you know how many la comics are desperate looking for a room to run or don't have access to a spot and you just moved out here from la and you got it for the whole summer mm-hmm. and you're going back to new york yeah you just in and out. i was like dang door comics be hustling bro yeah they do. that's like that's what they say like in new york like you always feel like if you're a comic in new york you always feel like you're not doing enough Cause somebody, everybody, the next person is. everybody running a show, everybody running a room, all that kind of shit. Yeah. But like, it'd be too comfortable out here. Yeah, the weed yeah. too good. The weed too weed. good. The weather too good. Weather, <laughs> beach. When yeah. when I go to New York, I'm like, all right, nigga, this shit about to get real, and you about to walk a lot. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. just in that like work, work, work mode yeah. already. I hoop today after like it's been months. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, I gotta keep hooping. Cause yeah. New York is coming. That's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna be out there, gas, hey, nigga. You're gonna be there in the summer. You should pull up at a New York outdoor basketball. Oh, game. I that shit is crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's fun to watch. It's so fun. <clears throat> that will be. That's like dope. the real. Sh- it's like it's like the same like comedy. It's like oh, that's like that real raw shit. Like, it's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like not street- calling fouls out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It's like street ball out there. It's like damn, it's that shit. real raw shit. I feel like, yeah, out there ain't nobody gonna tell me, like, calm down. Like, Archer, chill, chill, chill. Like, nah, everybody talking shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody talking that shit. Yeah, New York, that shit is dope, man. I can't wait to fucking go. Yeah. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. August 26th. Sir. Y'all had to be here. Oh, yeah. Don't text me. They are <laughs> asking, can you get in? Because the guest list already full up. Right now, can't do anything. Hear this, get your tickets. Right, that was the moment. Yeah, man. Make sure y'all subscribe to the channel, like the podcast, rate the podcast. You can you can rate them on Apple too, right? Because I know you could on Apple, on Spotify. Yeah, Yeah, give us five stars. Yep. Please follow follow the Instagram. Share it. Talk about it. Tell a friend. Tell your baby daddy. All that shit. Grandma. Tell your baby daddy. Yeah, it's gonna be some stuff in there. Both of y'all will like. You know what I'm saying. Hopefully y'all will agree and with. And go see Nope, nigga. Yeah. Go see Nope. Support Dope. I gotta go tomorrow and finish the last of go, it. I might go watch it again tomorrow. I'm gonna go show them my ticket. Like, look, all right, look, I had to leave early. Okay. <laughs> they gonna say, nah, you had to be here. <laughs> God damn it, man. Let's, let's wrap it up so Marcus can go to bed. Yeah, Marcus and did 18 He was late. Uh, <laughs> 
We was here for a whole hour. You was late. Bro, I can't help the niggas can't drive in Santa Monica, bro. <laughs> nah, this is dope. This is episode two. We'll be back in this bitch again. Follow all of us on all the fucking social medias and all oh, that yeah, shit like yeah. that. Let us know too what movies y'all want us to see and review. Talk about, yeah. talk about it. if y'all yep. be a got, show too. Yeah, y'all yep. got TV shows. Y'all got uh, comments Dang. about the movie. Nope. Leave them in the comment section. Let it could us be some old ass random movie. Yeah. Yeah. Probably seen it or we'll check be it a out. Yeah, French film. I don't care. Yeah. Suggestion Bicycle Thief. If y'all watch that uh we'll that Winnie the Pooh shit. Did that come out yet? No, I don't know. I don't know. It okay. just dropped the trip. When it does, we'll catch it. We're, we're gonna see it. I ain't well, I ain't watching that bullshit. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch we it. We'll watch it right here. We're gonna talk more shit about it. All right, man. Signing off. Y'all have to be here. Steven Marcus Relliford. Don't follow me. Leave me alone. Man, this thing is Arthur yeah. Hamilton. Follow yeah. me. Fuck that. Yeah. But then also leave me alone too. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave your ass on unread. <laughs> I got enough. I'm, I'm busy as fuck. I got enough message requests. Leave me alone. <laughs> Not damn. I don't want no that more followers. Sucks. I'm done with this internet. But, but follow shit. me though. So follow I, me on Cash App actually. Yeah. Uh, Mango Mafia yeah. Eleven. Yeah. That's yeah. where he follow. Follow me for damn sure on Cash App. Hey, as hey, soon as Cash App let me upload a uh, reel, nigga, I'm doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> dollar sign, dollar sign, Niles Abston. Yeah. Johnny uh, Mac over here. Shit. Same shit. Just cash app in Venmo. Mm hmm. And, and you uh, can follow me, but don't, don't mess with me. Thanks again, uh, Chicago, for this past weekend. Y'all were amazing. Mm. Thank y'all for selling out both shows at the Lincoln Lodge. Thank you to the Lincoln Lodge uh, for paying me on time, too. Thank you. Most people don't do that. I'm still waiting on money from a couple other shows. Uh, but uh, thank you, Chicago, so much for two great tapings. Can't wait to put the special out. Um, and so appreciate y'all. Thanks. Hell yeah. Awesome. Woo. Thank you.